Good morning, world. It's your girl, Honeybee, checking in on a very informal Saturday. Thank you for joining us on another episode of It's Bigger Than Shea Butter, where we talk about all things dealing with the Black community here in America, throughout the diaspora, and on the continent. We love our Shea Butter. As you all know, I am the owner and founder of Honeybee's All Natural Hair and Skin Care. Where one of our biggest sellers is our Northern Ghana Shea Butter Silk. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, we make the silkiest shea butter on the market. You can visit www.thehoneybees.com. That's T-H-E-H-O-N-E-Y-B-S.com. Follow us on Facebook at Honeybees All Natural Hair and Skin Care. That is H-O-N-E-Y capital B apostrophe S, all natural hair and skin, separate word care on Facebook. You can also follow me at Ms. Honeybees on Instagram. So plenty of ways to get in touch with me. I like to hear from the audience and engage with you. So don't hesitate to leave your comments and your feedback. We take all of that into consideration. When trying to decide what we wanted to title this podcast, It was a toss-up between land and lashes. There was a big debate that I launched on Facebook one day. I didn't plan on it getting as big as it did. But I made a post saying that you want a man to buy lashes, I want a man to buy land. We're not the same. Basically, the premise around that was that I would see a lot of people getting caught up in what I consider to be the more trivial things as opposed to really rethinking what we're doing with our money in our community and investing in things that are more sustainable. So I'm kind of hidden in plain sight. I say that because I fit into a few different categories, but overall, um, at the age that I am and the things that I've done and the places that I've traveled and what really interests me, I have a little bit of an issue trying to blend into what I would say just traditional or popular culture within our community at this point, probably even in a broader spectrum within what Americans actually value. I started traveling at a really early age and just grew a love for culture and just understanding how things worked around the world. I'm someone who prefers not to look at TV or listen to radio. Um, I'll have electronic devices, don't get me wrong, but I prefer to be the person to intentionally monitor what is going into my psyche. So I'll take a documentary any day over reality TV. I'm very passionate about the plight of black people here in America. Our story is one that is beyond amazing, especially as descendants of slaves who built up the nation. We weren't even supposed to be where we are today, but we still found magnificent and magical ways to rise to the top. So um, in addition to that, just understanding that our melanated brothers and sisters across the globe continue to suffer a similar plight, not exactly the same, but a very similar plight. When I started to travel and see that you can see black people all over the world and no matter where we are, we find ourselves locked into a permanent underclass, it became infuriating on a lot of levels. It became heartbreaking. I am someone who was raised to be respectful in general. I am never going to disrespect somebody just because it's not in my nature to do that. I am a humanist above all things. Um, I don't 
enjoy that because I am passionate about my people and trying to reverse the negative effects of what we've had to endure that I have always this standing obligatory um, sort of a thing where I have to say I don't hate people of other colors or other races um, because I love myself because I have an affinity and an empathy for what I've seen people of color go through around the world does not just uh, inherently mean that I hate other people. I do hate evil. If you are a person who commits evil acts, I can't stand it. If a group of people tends to fall into that as far as what they've contributed to the world and um, caused some chaos throughout the world, I wouldn't want to be the person to be um, in charge of owning that. That's not my job. I didn't create it. I can speak on it. I can dislike it and that doesn't make me any less human or any less of a great person than the next. So long about long roundabout way of saying um, when I think about it being bigger than shea butter, you know, our consciousness, we can we can try to attack it just from the outside as far as putting on certain types of clothes and garbs that we as people of African descent that are here in America piece together and and try to just have our history somehow reconstructed from a very surface level, that's, that's good, you know. It's a start. It means that something has sparked in us at least to let us know that we should be able to break outside of the Western paradigm and even tap into things that would have been more natural for us to perhaps cloak our bodies in had we not been removed from our original homeland. That's just the beginning, though. That's 101. Um, In the age of social media where everybody has access to a Facebook or an Instagram or a Twitter or any of the other platforms that I'm grateful for that make it so easy for us to just pick up a device and share our thoughts, um, it gets really easy for people to appear that they have um, really done some research or that we are addressing a problem by putting up a meme or, you know, a quote of some sort or even getting into what some consider to be very philosophical debates, but it's really not enough. Um, This is a commitment. This is a lifelong commitment to really deconstructing everything that you've been taught to believe and being willing to reconstruct from where you are right now. Um, It's not going to look like what you've grown accustomed to. I think one of the biggest atrocities that we've ever suffered as a people, um, as American descendants, or sorry, Afro descendants of slaves living in America, is that we truly never had any connection to who we were in a cultural context. To have a group of people stripped from land, shipped across waters, and forced into a completely different environment, even climate-wise and diet and customs, and have them lose their original language and just say, forget all of that, it means nothing. You're my property. You're here solely to build up this land so myself and my children can enjoy it for hundreds of generations down the line. When you are born into that multiple generations down the line as an Afro descendant of slaves, 
you have been completely disconnected from even understanding that that is not normal. That is not anything that any human should endure. There is no one person on the face of the earth that is the creator that is above the next person. So no human being has the right to tell other human beings that who they were created to be is worthless and that your sole purpose is to work and to build a land that my people will profit from, that my generations beyond me will profit from while you suffer, struggle, and have no identity. So that is the very beginning of it all. Sometimes I even struggle to put it into words because it's it's rooted in acts that are so heinous and something so odious that you don't even know where to begin with, with saying that something is wrong. Have you ever had something just be so beyond your imagination that anybody would have the nerve or audacity to do something and they do it right and you struggle to even put it into words as uh, strong as my English is and as good of a command as I have on the English language as articulate as I'm capable of being and eloquent I've never really found a way to put into words to describe how wrong that really is and was and continues to be. So when you don't know who you are or you're stripped of culture, which I know is an abomination to the Most High, He didn't create any of His beings, especially His chosen people, to be um, belittled, to be stripped of what He created us to be. It's a very, very dangerous thing when humans walk around the earth and they they play a role much higher than what they're qualified to play. When you start to play God or a supreme being, you are in some dangerous territory. And we all know that is the story of what oppressors have done, colonizers have done, uh, not just here in America, but throughout the world. So I've never really been able to put it in a word or a sentence or a phrase that encapsulates how, how wrong it really is. Um, I'm grateful. I'm completely humbled that I was chosen to be awakened by something that just says this doesn't feel right. Uh, I don't want to live my life this way. I know that you created me to do something and give to this world and that you didn't create any one human being to suffer and struggle their entire life. Uh, But when I see a majority of our people around the world still living in abject poverty, whether it's in an industrialized nation such as the United States or um, some of the countries that are in Europe at the hands of slave labor of the Africans that were transported across the Atlantic, or whether it's throughout the Caribbean, or whether it is on the actual continent of Africa, it really bothers me um, to know that we have been locked into this permanent underclass where the solution comes into play. Um, that's a lot of different avenues that can be taken. What I did personally was pray. Um, I did affiliate myself with a particular religion for a majority of my life. 
I don't want to go too deeply into that because it's something that's extremely personal to me. I have committed to not dividing with my people over religion. I will say that um, some of the things or the actual rituals and the rhetoric have infiltrated us so much where we don't tend to think logically and strategically anymore as a people. And that sometimes naturally separates people such as myself who want to use the mind that the Most High gifted me with in order to come up with something, a solution that is plausible and doable. Um, So I personally have no problem with anybody who chooses to practice any sort of religion because I think it is very complex. I think it is a very nuanced situation. Um, So if I am not extended that same courtesy on behalf of someone, that's totally up to them. I cannot force a person to do that. But you have my personal guarantee that regardless of what you worship or do, in a religious context as an Afro descendant of slaves here in this country or even throughout the diaspora, I am not here to judge you on that. I'm just saying personally in my own life, um, the Bible became much deeper to me and made more sense to me once I freed myself from the constraints of, of the way it was taught to me. So I do enjoy reading it from a cultural perspective, from a historical perspective, um, and understanding it, it can be accurate with additional research. And spirituality and a relationship with the Most High God is the absolute core of my foundation in everything that I do. Aside from that, I know he gifted us with the highest order of thinking of all species, and I prefer to use my brain and engage with other people who are ready to strategize and actually do something um, that really pans out here on earth that we can create a space for ourselves, something that is self-sustaining, self-sufficient. So redefining success, that's what I did. I realized that my son, my 12-year-old son, I am completely responsible for him with the help of the Most High or his ultimate will. He made it to the face of the earth. And I have a responsibility and an obligation to be the best person that I can be to myself in order to be a role model for him and to guide him along the way. Making sure that I am grounded in something bigger than myself something bigger than shea butter, if you will, has been pivotal. You know, It is essential that we as a people understand that we do have what it takes to rewrite the end of the story or to start a new chapter. It will require of us to be a little more invested in what the future looks like versus instant gratification right here right now we have to understand that we may not be around to see the height of it come back as far as us investing in ourselves and our communities flourishing again but it matters in terms of our in terms of any future children that we um, will have come out of our lineage so definitely the consciousness that we are seeing here in 2020 is great. I I like to see people every day 
wake up or what I consider to be waking up. I think I've passed on the baton. If you followed me a few years back, I was a keyboard warrior. I spent a lot of time debating with people online. I've passed that on now to those who I like to say are newly awakened. You have to lead with love and humility. It's frustrating at times. Sometimes I open my Facebook up and I just see within a matter of five minutes, you know, maybe five different posts or stats where I feel like, wow, you know, we really don't get it. But I have to tell myself, you know, move on and do what you need to do as far as your business is concerned. Um, Don't get too caught up in that. But the humility of it is that at least people are talking. I had to start somewhere, you know, and one thing I don't like is a person who is supposedly enlightened or a little bit further in their journey that they browbeat the person who's not where they are yet. You know, we all have to remain humble and understand we never have uh, divine knowledge on everything and that it is only through our humility and, and committing to keeping an open mind that we are gifted with any um, additional level of clarity or or gaining new heights of understanding. So, so this is a majority of what um, is on my mind for this morning. I want this platform to be one in which we can engage in topics that are informative. There will be times where I'll be providing resources. There will be times where I will be speaking on topics that the audience has suggested that we speak about. I want to make sure that we are um, intentional and purposeful in having a podcast that actually highlights the things that don't really get discussed with our people. Um, I do know that likes and things of that nature, it's something about this world of social media and where we can can kind of garner or um, we can kind of, I don't know if that's the right word, we can kind of uh, gather, is what I'm trying to say, acceptance or take a gauge of how well we're being perceived by people or liked by people simply by looking at hearts or or um, a blue thumbs up, you know, and that we sometimes use that as a measurement of whether or not I want to continue reading a post or tune in to a podcast, so to speak. Um, But, you know, it's not really an accurate, accurate measurement a lot of times of some of the deeper issues that we need to tackle, if that's our gauge, if we simply decide to only stop by the post that has the most likes or hearts. I had someone say before, you know, you drop such gems and um, I'm typically somebody who can get a decent amount of engagement on social media. Um, But this person felt like I was being slighted, that there just should be so much, so many more people, you know, who are commenting and liking. And I had to talk to the person, you know, and say, look, if you are committed to doing the work, really, really doing the work, you will find the further you go, the deeper you go, the more people you lose. That's just simple human nature. 
you know I call it attrition you start off with men start off with many by the end there's a few in every organization nonprofit or even corporate wise there's uh maybe five to ten percent of the people who are really committed to doing the labor intensive work the work that requires multiple steps you know before you even begin to scratch the surface uh so don't ever really get too caught up in that you know do it for the love don't do it for the likes chronics has a song i'm a big reggae head and and afro music head if you guys didn't know that but you know he said you do it for the love do it um do it for the love you don't do it for the likes success doesn't come overnight right so um this is something that i just believe to be true i know we will find our group of people who have been longing for this type of content and I will take quantity over quality any day all right so again you can find me on Facebook um, at honeybees all natural hair and skincare I'll spell it one more time that's h-o-n-e-y that's one word then capital B apostrophe s the next words are all separated all natural hair and skin care is a separate word from skin that's on facebook you can hit our website up i definitely want you all to purchase our products get a five-star rating our customer service is phenomenal we go straight to the source to ghana um, to get our shea butter i travel a lot you guys will see that uh, if you tune in to any of the other platforms and our website is www.thehoneybees.com, which is T-H-E-H-O-N-E-Y-B-S.com. You can follow me on Instagram. I said earlier at Ms. Honeybees, that's with a Z, at M-Z-H-O-N-E-Y-B-S, all right? All of our tags have B-S on them, which is, um, you know, a play on words. So just make sure you're spelling it correctly. If you want to call in ever, you are capable of doing that. Our business number is 314-828-1950. Leave a message there. We typically respond within 24 to 48 hours. The best place to actually engage with me would be, I would probably say Facebook um, or my website. Either one of those. So if you have anything you want to discuss or think that we should bring to the forefront for an episode, definitely let me know that. If you have um, things or questions or, or resources that you want about particular things, let me know that as well. I plan on having some people that I consider to be experts in different industries. As a part of our podcast, I'm really solution driven at this stage. Um, you know, being able to talk and express a need is one thing, but actually offering solutions is something that I am about as well. So this has been uh, great checking in with you all this morning on something just very informal. This is your girl, Honey Bee. Stay up, promote love, be a little more forgiving to your own, make some allowances We've been through some things and um, just promote positivity throughout our community. We need it. All right. Join me 
on the next episode of It's Bigger Than Shea Butter. I will talk to you all soon. One love.